Sonic Gino. How are you, my friend? You look different. You're wearing a Baron Corbin shirt that I didn't know existed. Uh, I just saw the EOD. I assume that means end of days. Uh, so you you shaved. You look a lot different. What happened? Who are you? Well, the good news is we, we're, we're going to just jump right at this. is actually really good, really exciting. So the other day, like I was like threatened, like the weekend I was threatened. I would get kicked out in like two weeks. So I was like, you know what? I got to get a job. That was like our kind of agreement. I was slacking off, didn't really try. So that Saturday I was like, okay, I'm just going to apply to places. Found a place that was like saying, oh, this is going to be a stocking and like a uh, fucking, what's it all called? Uh, what the fuck is the word? Warehouse, warehouse work, basically. Nice little warehouse work for the main man. So, so yeah, from there, from like going to this, found like it was from an agency. So, I then found out like that Monday when I was calling them, gave this information that it technically is temp work. It's like three months, but they will go into full time if they feel like I'm doing a good job. So, I get this job just today, started it, working the eight hours. I hate that I haven't been back used to on my being back on my feet. So, like, after, like, four and a half hours, I was like, I'm crushed this. I'm doing well. But then that last three and a half hours, my body was just, I can't do it. <laughs> well, I got pushed. I kept trying to push my body. Like, I was in pain, a little bit of stress. Like, just trying to get as far and do as much as I could. But I felt after a while, I was like, I can't do too much more. Yeah, and like. that last hour, I was like, it was too tired. When you die, you know, your body, you start to develop sores. And, like, you know, I mean, you get rigor mortis starts to set in. Everything becomes stiff. You're. There's no blood flow. And that's what I was worried about with you, Gino. That's what I kept being worried about was, holy shit, uh, he's just going to be stuck there forever. And so you said, like, you were going to have to start paying rent or you had to get a job. Like, what happened? was too says, don't forget to modify like Daily Bird. Dude, you just keep, yeah, B2 modify where you're Don't forget to modify like Daily Bird. Just do a little modification while you're at the at, at the warehouse there. So, so what happened? Was there a huge life change where suddenly, like, mom was like, you know what? No. Fuck, get a job. Like, what happened? That was pretty much it. Like, I was basically just being too much of a lazy asshole and not really trying. So I was like, okay, I just got to get off my ass. Because we agreed, like, a month I would have a chance. I could be able to be, if have a month, then I would get kicked off. I don't have a job by then. Last two weeks, I'm like, okay, you know what? I got to go now. I got to try. So I got this job. They click right away. And I also like other jobs that are calling me that I did apply to. I'm just like, you know what? I got a fourteen fifty an hour job. I'm like, this is good. Good starting right now. I Dude. I see where this goes. You see where it goes. Work there for a couple months. Rebuild that resume. You know, have like the work. Because once you're here for a year, then it'll be easier to kind of explain like gaps in your CV, gaps in the resume there. So he's a working man now. And you're like excited. It's so funny because you were trying to be so cool about it. You know, you're trying to be so cool about like, nah, I don't need a job. Like, or I'll get, or I'll get a job. You kept try trying to tell us that. And now everyone just heard you say like, look, I was being lazy. I had a slacking off. And now here you are like, pfft. Got my job to the temp agency, working warehouse. Or do you have a forklift license? I don't have forklift. Uh, what we're doing right now is they're teaching me like three sections. Like the first 30 days, I'm doing this one part of the warehouse. The next 30 days, I'm going to do this other part. Then I believe the last 30 is when they're going to teach me about doing a forklift. And hopefully I can get certified or at least work the forklift there. And they're fine with that without needing a certification. Did license. you tell them that uh, WWE might be leaving Hulu? I did not tell about this or the other information that came out about 
the I believe it's NBC and possibly Warner Media and all this stuff that's happening. I haven't talked about anything WWE or AEW related to anybody outside of our little close niche group. Have you tried to like test the waters at all? Like, do you have like a one guy that you've kind of latched onto? Like, okay, this is the other nerd of the group. I'm gonna be nerd friend with this guy because I definitely do that. Like, I'll find my okay. Who's the one person? Like, I went to. I remember going to uh, Memphis for like a FedEx trip. And when I was there, I was kind of like, there was a bunch of people there. There were the guys that were like trying to go out and rage. And I was the guy who had a kiddo back home. And I was like, oh, you have a son too? So me and this guy, Josh, became like best friends for three days because we were like, we were very like minded. So did you find your person? Not just yet. I found like a supervisor I was communicating with, like talking about like, okay, learning the whole ropes, trying to get a feel for everything again after i was working that worked out just felt like it was too fucking much i just couldn't do anything i was like hey at least i did as much as i could push as hard as i could but i think i pushed too hard too fast too hard just fucking torn out on your feet for eight hours too hard how did you get to and from work is this another uber situation or are you able to walk there do they have a ride share service how did this happen well, thankfully, what I'm glad for is my stepdad had off work today, so he's like, he gave me a ride to and from, so I had, like, free money that I could, like, free chance to get there, saving money when I make, because I do get paid every Friday. I need to find out to make sure, like, because technically I did start Tuesday, so it's just Tuesday to Friday, so I could pay the four week, four days, or if it's, like, next week I have to get yeah, paid. Yeah, does it so roll over to the next? Yeah, is it like you have to work a full five. work week to get paid? Yeah, that, and do you get paid by the temp agency or by the site? It is by the site, thankfully. Oh, okay. Look at this. See, the Gino moving on up. He's got a little job, working warehouse, working man here. You're a couple months away from, yeah, like getting a full-time like warehouse gig. Nothing wrong with warehouse work. I know it gets hot as shit, some of the warehouses here, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, you start, the pounds will be melting off. I've lost 12 pounds in the last like month, Gino. I don't know what I've been doing differently. A uh, lot of lot of gym. Signed up at Gold's Gym. Been going there for for a few weeks now. I love that fucking place. I have an impingement in my shoulder. I just learned what that was. I have an impingement. I guess I have like parts of my rotator cuff or underneath like my my shoulder cap or something. So every time I lift my arm over my head, it's pinching and it hurts really bad. Uh, but that hasn't stopped me from working out. I'm like I'm a Ryback. All right, Ryback says I don't believe in days off. Um, but Gino, I was shocked this week, not just by you showing up shaven, not just by you showing up with a job. Uh, WWE could be leaving Hulu. I, this was like bad news for me. I was really upset because I watch Hulu Raw, I watch Hulu SmackDown, and I've been mad at Hulu for a couple months now because um, SmackDown does not get uploaded until Monday. I don't know when that started. I don't know why that became okay. They want me to watch it legally or they want me to watch it on... Uh, on watchwrestling.la, or that's the illegal way. They want me to watch it on Spectrum. I have the Spectrum app. They they allow on-demand viewing, but you have to watch it with commercials. I'm not doing that. So I pay for commercial-free Hulu to enjoy my SmackDown on Saturday mornings, and they've taken that away from me these last couple weeks. So uh, I was ready for this. I'm kind of glad that... uh, uh Like... <laughs> I'm glad they're finally just removing it because this whole dance they've been doing is really fucking annoying. Like some Saturdays it's there, sometimes it's not. Some Raws aren't uploaded till Thursday. Like it's it's a really lazy game they have going here. But uh, so now I'm I'm curious. Like so negotiations have been ongoing between the parties, but PWI Pro Wrestling Insider they report that no new deal if no new deal is reached, WWE's content will be removed from the platform on the 25th. That's five days away, Gino. 
it is five days away, but we're going to see where this goes. Hopefully, if they do get off of Hulu, they're going to be able to be more up to date on Peacock. That's what I'm really just excited for. Peacock being updated with all three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown. Yeah, isn't that like the immediate hope for everybody is that, oh, finally, it's just going to be on Peacock. Because that, that never made sense why they wouldn't why they wouldn't be on Peacock. Like, why wouldn't you just put... Hold on, let's mod or let's ban this guy for one hour, Gino. He's just spamming the chat. Look what I did. Um, so yeah, like it is kind of frustrating to um, have Peacock, and then you're like, oh well, I pay for this. It's like WWE Network. This is where their premium live events are. Uh, why isn't SmackDown on here the next day, or why isn't Raw on here the next day? And I know Triple H is probably back there. I'm starting to agree with Kevin, by the way. I fucking hate Triple H again, but I could just see Triple H going. This is a live product. You know, you're supposed to watch it live. You get more enjoyment live. So that's what we're trying to do here is, is get people to tune in while it's happening. And then they can enjoy TikTok moments later on. So that's all I'm thinking, dude. And that could be the case, especially with what was going on this whole weekend. Up today, he wants people to watch this coming SmackDown, which is going to be the biggest SmackDown of all time. To beat Grand Slam, fuck AEW, it's all about WWE. Can I, so what's up with this Logan Paul thing? Why is Logan Paul... Um, why? So this whole Roman Reigns and, and Logan thing happened fast, like unbelievably fast. Kevin and I talked about the podcast. I listened to some of that podcast, but then I just thought Kevin showed me the good parts. Why do I have to listen to this fuck? Like, and I, I thought I liked Mike. I thought I liked Mike. I thought I liked Logan. What's the other guy's name? Not Logan. The other guy, the other Logan who was like, what's the what, bro? Thought I liked him. I didn't like anyone while I was re-listening to this thing. It was unbelievable. Um, and I hated it. So now they're actually making it. It's not like they teased it on a podcast and then like six months go by and they do something again. It's like smash cut. No, Roman and Logan, are, we're doing that immediately. Why are we doing it so fast? It's because we have to wait till November for the match. So we have to like rush now so we can be building up to that while we're also building up for Survivor Series War Games in October. Oh, man. And how come they're moving on? Oh, it's November still, right? Yeah, it's November. It's like, yeah, I forget when it's what. Everything's fucking all over the place right now. My brain's all skybrained because of the other announcement that's going on, the rumors that's happening. Yeah, so at least with this one, I was I was a little saddened because, I, I mean, I'm a Hulu guy. I've been watching Hulu WWE since 2012 or whatever. That's how I, or 2011, that's how I got back into wrestling was watching SmackDown on Hulu and watching Superstars and watching the game show version of NXT. Like, I was just kind of, and then I would watch, you know, the, the Raw Rebound, and they would show me what our truth was up to with Cena. Like, I didn't watch Raw again until maybe after the Pipe Bomb promo. Like, once I once the CM Punk promo happened, I, I finally thought, okay, I just watch, I watch wrestling again. Let's just start watching Raw. I don't know why I've been putting it off. And then I found this hilarious commentary of Jeff Hardy coming out drunk to fight Sting, and the rest is history. So, uh, yeah, so a, a little bummed out, you know, that, that I'm losing my Hulu Raw, but there is some other things to be excited about in the wrestling universe, you know. You've been sending me all kinds of stuff. So, um, what's going on with Bray Wyatt? That's the obvious one, right? That, that's what it is. That is the obvious idea, but I do feel if they were to try to swerve us, you know, just a big mode to swerve, because it's all about the white rabbit, we could go back to the rabbit tribe, and we could bring in Paul London. <laughs> Sometimes when you start a sentence, I go, like, is he going to be serious? He's just going to say something weird. You didn't like the tribes. You don't like the rabbit tribe. You don't remember that great stuff of Lucha Underground. I we do had not. The we had to follow the white rabbit. I do not remember that. 
behind the scene news about Bray Wyatt's possible return. So obviously the the White Rabbit Jefferson airplane stuff. I, mean, uh, I guess you know this is the clue, right? Do you think there? The, are you reading? A, you're really reading heavy, heavily into that song, right? Like I think you were trying to say it was Carrying Cross. Now you're trying to say it's Paul London. Like obviously it must be a tie to Lucha Underground. I don't know if Triple H has ever seen Lucha Underground. I'm sure he has, but it obviously is Bray because I did send you something else which was part of a QR code that was on Raw because they all want to have all these backstage things that if you pay attention to, you feel rewarded for it, which was the very yeah. first thing I sent you, not the arena stuff, the whole come with me, which you should pull in a blade. All right, I'll try and, I'll try and get that up. But, yeah, it was – no, and I, and, I, and I definitely see that. Like um, you even kind of mentioned it with uh, like being rewarded. It looks like WWE is going really heavily into the U fan. Like the I, Triple H said this on Twitter about Logan Paul. Logan Paul said this on his podcast. Heyman said this on Twitter. Somebody did this on an interview with somebody else. Like they're trying to make this like a a twenty four seven viewing experience, which I'm not good at. Um, and yeah, uh, Tyler was very excited for some Fiend teaser. So um, I, I I'm I'm down for some Fiend return. Do you think it really is like this? Triple H takes over because. Like even carrying across on SmackDown, I was kind of digging. I was like, I'm glad they fixed this. Scarlet, I'm glad they fixed that. Braun came out. I'm glad they fixed that. Raquel Rodriguez comes out. I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, I'm I'm liking that people want to come back. Is it real? People just didn't like like Vince, right? That really. But I liked Vince. I, I don't know. We liked WWE for so many years. Is it just some of these newer talents? Just it didn't make sense to Vince. Like he wanted to do Austin Theory. True, I believe something like that, and also like his creative decisions were always like you could tell what Vince is wanting to do. Hunter wants to actually change everything. He wanted to do as we could, I did mention. We have Survivor Series War Games, which Hunter tried to strive for in 2002, but we got Elimination Chamber instead. Elimination so again, we had this sick, big moment though. instead of War Games, but now Triple H is finally going to get War Games in WWE for the first time ever. But but yeah, but I just like like I just said like uh, Elimination Chamber was sick, bro. Like they didn't want to just do a WWE or a WCW like rehash. Like isn't that what they were kind of worried about? Like oh, we're just gonna do all the WCW stuff. Like that's kind of what it felt like if they were just gonna do sur- uh, a Survivor Series. Like we didn't need it. And then but also uh, we say Triple H wants to change everything. Why is Logan Paul getting a title shot? Like see some things like. We're really heavily praising some of the stuff because we liked Black and Gold NXT, but I don't know. Like this, that is really off-putting to me that we're getting a Logan Paul. Like if I'm Ricochet, I am not coming out making like, oh, you punched him references. Like that was so lame. Like Ricochet should come out and bully the fuck out of this guy. Where's JBL to slap Logan Paul a little bit? Why do we have to pretend like every wrestler loves this guy? I think we just start trying to get this out of the way. Have this one match, a stream match, and Crown Jewel happen. Have Roman beat him. Or the possibility, Theory cashes in and pins Logan to be champion. But I doubt that's going to happen. We're just going to have Logan lose clean to Roman. And we're not going to change this. We're just Logan Paul can be gone. We don't have to worry about Logan and focus on the better product that we have going on right now. With everything else. It's not Logan. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, it's just... Why would we give the title match is what bugs me. And maybe it is just a Saudi thing. Like, isn't that you can we can argue that, right? Like, it's clearly just, well, the Saudis wanted it. Like, and we just do what the Saudis want. Um, maybe. I don't know. Like, why? Because that's the weird part for me is that we're just like we're, 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 we're putting Logan Paul in this match. Like, why Logan Paul? 
Uh, Logan Paul has had two matches. We try to present this championship like it's a really big deal. You know, we on Fox, they make it seem so important. Like, we, you really need to earn a match for this belt. But just by having Logan go on a podcast and say, like, I can beat Roman, that's what I do. Like, that doesn't make me believe you can do it. I'm starting to think I'm I'm even more against it. Like, the more I think about it, the more the less it makes sense. And that's why we just have to hope Roman just squash him, have that be the first match on Crown Jewel, and have Bray Wyatt be the main event. Whatever Bray's going to do, maybe a whole faction, because we have to set up for war games, and he'll have a war games team ready. Oh, gosh. Isn't it just Raw versus SmackDown in war games? Are they going to mix it up? Like Because I, I, I like the brand versus brand stuff. I, thought, I think that's fine, but... I do remember when they had like a couple Survivor Series in a row where it was the excite. Why are we still doing a brand split? Are we doing a brand split? I saw Chad Gable on every show the past month. Like everybody is just wherever they want because Chad Gable shows up to get beat up by Braun, and then EO Sky and uh, Dakota come out. What are they? What are their names? They come out and they're like, "We're the chomps, so we could be on any show we want." And then I'm thinking, why was Chad on the show? He's not a champ. So I, I don't know what it means to do a brand split because why have a bragging rights pay-per-view or a Survivor Series brand versus brand if there's no such thing as a brand split? I prefer that Survivor Series that they did uh, probably like 07 where like there was Team DX and they had to pick guys from whatever brand they wanted. They got the Hardys and CM Punk. Like, you know, they just, oh, and then the opposite team was just all the bad guys from whatever show. It didn't matter. Do we have to still pretend that it's Raw or SmackDown? Uh, that's why I am hopeful what Triple H also said in a recent interview report that he's wanting this to be different, that this Survivor Series is not going to be Raw or SmackDown. It's going to be storylines that are culminating for this big event that is Survivor Series for the two War Games matches we get. Are we doing double War Games, men and women? Yes, we have a men's side and a women's side, so we know damage control may have like one or maybe even two of ten people. Well, five or five or four on four. So we're gonna see what they're gonna do. Who's gonna be added to the damage control team? Yeah, well, and that's what I mean. Like you could even do, like, like I, even with damage control, you could just do a three on three. You can't you? Do you have to have? Is there a requirement on the numbers? We've seen four. We've seen five. We saw a three. We, we saw a triple threat war games in NXT. So there is a way that we can do this without, uh, w- without adding more people to damage control because it, it would almost make less sense if they did that to damage control. Um, but you sent me this clip, Gino. Let's take a listen real quick. I'd be so scared if I was in the arena and the song started playing, by the way. Oh, wait. Did you hear what she said? She said Gallus. She said Gallus. So Gallus is coming. NXT UK is no more. We still have Joe Coffee and Mark Coffee. It's clear that WWE is about to be invaded. I would love if they did all this teasing and stuff and it was just Gallus. That would be great. Or, like I said, Paul London. We have the Bunny Tribe. We have the White Rabbit of Carrying Cross. Or even possibly the Bunny. Adam Rose's Bunny comes back. That'd be even bigger. Yeah, I don't. Again, Triple H. I, I didn't even have El Rey Network. Like, what is El Rey? Like, I don't have El Rey. I, I, I don't have that. I don't. This is even like a creepy version with no drums or anything. And look, the fans seem to know. They got the phones up with the lights. 
Wait, it's Alexa Bliss. She was small. I, you guys aren't looking into this enough. So Gallus and Alexa Bliss are going to form a faction, Gino. Pay attention. When the men on the chessboard get up and tell you Dude, Gallus again. You heard it, Gino. Oh, this is this is so fucking easy. This would be so scary if I was there. Everyone's very relaxed. I'd be so scared. What? It turned all red. It was fiend-like. So the fiend is back, Gino, or, or is it carrying cross and other rabbit gimmicks from the past? Again, it could be any rabbit gimmick from the past, but it has to be Bray Wyatt, especially with the nice QR code we got on Monday Night Raw, which I did send you before that video. But that was just the first. <laughs> Actually, it was probably the third one because we had SmackDown. We had house shows. We had fucking even on a stage before even anyone was sitting up. I think it was just to like set up the audio cue. They were playing with one dude. Yeah, Bad so Bunny, a, that's another rabbit. You just think it's a rabbit just for rabbit's sake? It could be just a rabbit because there is a lot of rabbits. Thank you, Ricardo, for some hydration spells. Is this the same video you sent me? This looks the same. Oh. <laughs> They're from different locations. Very, very similar. Did, do they catch something different? Let's fast forward. Imagine tweak. Dude, I'd be so scared. I don't know why this is scaring me now. Gino, show what's Kevin saying? I can't read the whole thing. Gino, show him the QR code video. Is that the one they just labeled? It says "Come with me." That one looks scary. Yes, that's "Come with me." Watch it. Pull it up. Pull oh, up, you always everyone's sending me scary shit lately. Just because we watched. Uh, some horror trailers last week. Doesn't mean I'm always inviting everyone to send me scary shit. How come nobody sends me like, hey, I'm not sure. You, I've never seen Rick and Morty, you know. No one's ever sent me any Rick and Morty clips. Everybody's always like, hey, scary shit. You want to watch something scary? Hey, Gino, you want to watch something scary? So, Gino, this one says feed your head. So, this is is this from WWE.com? This is WWE.com, as you can see in your URL. But also see that circle right there. It's the exact same circle Bray Wyatt used in his Twitter. Just keep that in mind. Can I hit play video on this? It says play video. Okay, white rabbit. Who killed the world? Okay, wait, wait, wait. We got to solve this. It's, wait, is there more to it? Okay, it's three and three. So, who killed the world? Who killed the world? Three and three. So, this is a short name. Uh, New Day. Is that what they're trying to say? 
It could be anything. We got to see what happens. Maybe pay attention to like, what the rabbit picks first. Like oh, okay. The rabbit's going to be involved in this. Okay. I gotta, I'll be ready now. Now I know. Uh, let's see. Let's hit play. The rabbit goes to D. Okay. Oh, do day. See, I look. D-A-Y. No, it's not the E. Why would you pick M? Oh, is it you did? Oh, it's you did, Gino. I'm smart. I figured this out quick. Who killed the world? You did. That's scary, Gino. Come with me. Okay, follow the rabbit. 923. That's in three days, Gino. Is that SmackDown? That is SmackDown, but as you saw, the very first thing the Ledley rabbit picked, those letters, the first few letters, make demon. Because Finn, Finn was killed uh, by Brett. See, I didn't pick. You're smart. See, I, I would have never thought that. Tim, was that on the Reddit board? How did you know that? Me and Tyler talked the entire night during Raw about this. We were like really focused. Because the part was like, it's Care Cross. We have the hourglass. We have this tick tock at the end. But that's like, okay, this is just the red herring. It's not Killer Cross. It has to be Bray. And it's perfectly sets up for Bray. It's the best. I love this. Yeah, it looks like Friday. B2 says 923 at 923. So this Friday at 923, there's like a Jericho countdown. Somebody's going to be, Dakota Sky is going to be in the ring like, so we are, can go, where, she's my new Rhea Ripley. We can go wherever we want. And then the Fiend's going to come out. It's a white rabbit. Are you serious? serious you know i am serious but there's a few <laughs> last little bit of frames we need to see because i do think like there is a little bit so you can pay attention if you do pause at the right moment kevin says it ends at seven doesn't mine ends at nine everyone smackdown ends differently <laughs> everyone smackdown yeah, people don't live in eastern time how do we know <laughs> so wait it doesn't say est it says 923 bunny what the fuck does that mean no one knows wait 923 923 so wait the bunny on this side what does that mean, you know? I think the left means the dates. We have like it. We're in the U.S. Okay, so we have like the the fucking month, then the day. So we're in the U.S. So okay. we know that for sure. The body is in the U.S. on the left. All right, thank goodness. What else did I miss? Was there more? You Not didn't tell me. Just glitches. Is there, there a jump scare? I don't want do a jump anything. scare. No jumping, Sam. I don't. wish there was a jump scare. I wish they did something more, but no, it's just little glitches that did end the video. It's is me. it over? Do I press anything? A jump scare is about to happen. Fuck you, Gino. I don't want to watch this anymore. Do I? Can I hit stop? Is it still going? That was the end of the video. You can see for yourself. Oh, this goes God. back to the beginning. Oh, thank God. Okay. That, I didn't like that game. Um. So, Yes. Holy shit, the Fiend is back, Gino. First feud, Logan Paul. It could be Logan Paul. We got to like build this up. I do feel what we have. We have perfect amount of time. He could start a faction with Karrion Cross, with Joe Gacy. We could build Schism up here. We could have the entire group and make everything better for this War Games match in WWE Survivor Series. War do we need Games. Joe Gacy in that, though? Because Joe Gacy kind of stinks. Maybe not Joe Gacy. I would be hopeful for Joe Gacy to be called up, and maybe even the Grizzled Young Veterans have the whole schism group, but maybe we don't call them up just yet because there is something they're teasing right now in NXT. Are you, are you still pretending to like Joe Gacy? Like, turn that shit on. Like, I thought I knew you were like being like funny guy. Like, Joe Gacy, we need to be inclusive. 
But he clearly sucks in the ring, and he's not good. Are you still pretending to enjoy his work? I'm enjoying his work right now with the Grizzled Young Veterans. This whole group of schisms entertaining. And now we have this fourth person who might be part of schism who's wearing this mask. It could be a chick who has this hood, and she's accepted the uh, fucking smiley face. So, like, she may be a part of schism. We're going to see what they do with this new character. So, so this video, you sent me another White Rabbit video. It's in the empty arena before a live event. So, who took this? That's what we've been debating on this whole time. It could be some for day because this is just like they're either testing the audio to make sure of it or like what I've been thinking is they've been doing this for the past like four events they've had just like perf- like make the timing for the right cues for Bray White to know, that, okay, here's when we could do this and here's when you do this and set up for the perfect entrance for Friday night at 923. Tyler says this is Oracle Arena. I was even going to throw that out there. I've been to live events. They don't have the big screen and shit. Like, live events are a lot different. So, or maybe they've changed. I don't know. Because I've been to live events where they don't have the big screen and fancy lightings. Like, remember Roadblock with Dean Ambrose and, and uh, Triple H? And, like, that wasn't supposed to be a live event. So, the, even the arena looked a little different. They had to tweak it to be able to have that show there. Um Let's see, they don't take the screen out. No, they don't do live events in these kind of arenas is what I was saying, Kevin. Like, normally the live events are at a, the B, at a B arena. Like, uh, that's a good point. Because when I saw WWE, I went to – where was that place, Gino? I saw them at the UC – Santa, not Santa Barbara. Where do I live? San Bernardino campus. And it was in, like, a basketball arena. It was awesome, but they didn't have a screen up there. And every, every live event – like, I, if I go to SmackDown, they have the screen. If I go to Raw, they have the screen. SummerSlam – Big-ass screen. But a lot of times, they're not in these huge venues doing just live events, you know? I know. So this might be, again, the Raw or SmackDown or again. They were doing, like, two other live events that Friday and Saturday. On Saturday and Sunday. Where's so they were, like, t- setting up all this, teasing us with this whole white rapping. And now we also have just all by himself. Yeah, who put this out again. there? Was this a WWE video or who, who, who leaked this? Could be anyone. That's what we just got to look forward to. This person is one of the first people to really get to experience this themselves who's in the ring is that samantha irvin dude this song's scary as shit isn't it weird that starship like jefferson airplane became jefferson starship and then just starship like they went from being like trippy scary 70s rockers to being like just a pop band yeah that's just what's weird about music it uh, it, uh, adapts and you evolve and it changes it just becomes whatever is pop culture at the time eventually it just turns into that even fucking metal and hard rock just eventually turns into pop dude it's so it's spooky yeah the main man in the chat's right the song's spooky this rendition they chose Makes my like skin kind of crawl. Oh, look! It turned red, Gino. See, and and you're right. Like wrestling fans are kind of being rewarded for being like you now, like being on Twitter and listening to Impulsive and listening to Corey Graves. Like, there's so many other things that WWE wants you to be consumed. Who's in the ring? Did you see? I didn't see. 
could be anyone. We don't know who was in the ring setting up this, making sure they were the right cues for the music to put up with the right moment with Remember coming up with the red light. We don't know who's behind all this, but we're going to find out this Rizzo Friday. Vandil says, where's the Hunt Showdown instrumental? Well, even so, like I'm thinking, like, where's how come they didn't do this song, Gino? I would, this would have been way easier on the ears, you know? Like... This happy, like, this version of Star of, of Jefferson Airplane when they became just Starship. They got rid of that whole Jefferson part, and they were like, hey, let's do, like, popular stuff. Like, like you're I'm a good singer. I don't have to do witchy, like, scary songs. I can just do stuff like this. Like, this is a good song. Like, listen. Gino, do you love this song? Not a bad song, but there's no Matrix reference in it, so it's not good. Matrix reference? You mean Matrix has a Jefferson Airplane reference? Yes, we have to follow the white rabbit. Look, it's the same lady. I care about that. Put your hand in my hand, baby. Don't ever look back at the world around See, Brazier come out to this song. You want to be, you want to get over? Come out to this. If we're heart to heart And we can build this thing together Stand it strong forever Nothing's gonna stop us now That would be awesome, Gino. It would be awesome, especially if it's Alexa Bliss with them because apparently there was a spot in the main event. We had Alexa Bliss versus Bailey, And when they did the double down close line spot, the lights went out and then back on. So it could be Alexa Bliss connect to it. We could have a whole group back with Bray and Alexa or Alexa finally gets an actual character and not just boring, bland Alexa Bliss that she, her real life is Do you think like, she's boring? I don't think she's boring. Like, I What's wrong with who she is now? Just hot chick with a doll? I love it. She has said, like even on an interview, like when she was discussing her character with Ryan Sat, she said she's boring and she even admits that her character's boring because she's basically playing herself. So she's boring and so is her character right now. It's just a boring, Gino bland character. Well, well, but just because she says it doesn't mean she's right. I, I, she could be wrong. I'm boring. Okay, yeah, every hot chick has to be more interesting. We just want to watch you be hot, go out there with your doll, do that dumb knee drop where you like you jump all gently on your knees and land on them and roll forward. She, th that doesn't mean you think she's boring, Gino? What do you think? Don't tell me what Alexa said talking to Ryan Satin. Answer this question for yourself. Do you think she's boring? Her character right now, where she's just a third wheel and she just has a doll for no reason now, she is born. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't. I, I'm just glad you had an opinion. All right. I'm just worried. I thought Gino's not going to give me anything on this. So, Bray Wyatt, seriously, when you do bring him back, let's assume you're bringing him back this Friday night. Do you plug him into a rivalry with Karrion Cross? Do you try and plug him in with like Braun? Maybe he's going to try and recruit his old friends. What would be kind of your if you could be Adam Pacitti or what's what's the guy what's the guy that doesn't like us Adam Blampede if you could be him and how I'm Adam from what coacher and here's how I would book Bray Wyatt's return right how would you do that all right so what we do we have at nine twenty we have Braun Strowman versus Otis start. Because we want to do this 923, so we have them just in the ring. They already had their entrance. They already set up. We have this big Haas fight. It only takes three minutes for Braun to beat Otis. And then when the match ends, we then get the White Rabbit. And it sets up that it's going to be Braun and Bray having a feud together because he killed the world. He killed the world he created. Braun was the first to do it, and then Roman took it from him. Took the world out and killed the world. And now it's just a universe. Yeah, it's a universe. I love that. Great call. 
Did, was it were either of them the world champion? I thought that was already Universal era. Like I thought Cena and what's his face, Cena and Orton, didn't they kill the world title? I'm joking. You might actually. I need to double check with you around because I think they were the Universal champion. Because yeah, Roman beat them for the Universal title in that triple threat match. So yes, the Universal title was already taken. I don't know what they could do. How they connect to the "You Killed the World" because this has to be with like the start of something. Either be Roman, Braun. Who else could have killed the world for Bray besides him being the eater of worlds? Oh, is he fatter? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I like that you physically had to do a thinking face. I love that. Um, So, yeah, just looking at the SmackDown roster, yeah, obviously Roman's top dog, so that's an easy way to go. Gunther? Is it Gunther? Gunther killed the world. NXT UK is no more. Clearly, we're going to get Bray versus Gunther. I'm sure eventually we will get Bray versus Gunther, but I don't think Imperium are going to be involved in this because they're doing this whole feud, still going with the Brawling Brutes. Even the Brawling Brutes are going to have a tag team title match at the start of SmackDown. They're going to lose to the Usos. Top Dollar, he could be involved. We're never sure. Malachi Black says Arizona Cardinals v. Lee. That was the first hour, Nathan. We're, we're talking about Bray Wyatt now, okay? We're talking about nerd shit now, okay? Football's dead. None of us like it anyway. We all stop watching it. And the Cardinals, look, the Cardinals, they don't play White Rabbit at their games, okay? Only Bray Wyatt plays that at the Cow Palace, according to Tyler Spider, okay? So, I don't know, Gino. I'm thinking for Bray's return, clearly, like, us as fans, it just makes sense to plug him back into, like, oh, him and Roman or him and Braun. I think that's really where I see him going first. Braun's beating up maximum male models and all the other jobbers, beating up Chad Gables and shit. So maybe Bray can come back and either recruit Braun to put on a rabbit mask now instead of a black sheep's mask. Uh, Redbeard is a free agent. I'm assuming he can come back too and get Rowan back in the mix. Uh, Luke Harper, obviously no longer with us, so we'll have to figure something else out for that. But, yeah, or maybe Viking Raiders. Who killed the world? The Viking Raiders. Maybe so. Maybe the Viking Raiders, and he has someone else with him. It could be Bray and Redbeard. We put those together. They go for the tag team titles and sets up for their faction war at War Games. You're you're really booking this War Games. I got an October pay per view with your name on it. Like you don't care about our. What do we have? No Mercy coming up. We got to get ready for that. You know, we can't just go War Games, War Games, War Games. We're basically we got to build up to that somehow. So we have Extreme Rules right now. Then we got. Fucking, what is it? Is that then Crown Jewel, then War Games, or War Games, then Crown Jewel? We got to build up to this. We got to make this a special Survivor Series War Games, the first of its kind. I think it's going to be special, no matter what you do to it, Gino. So I'm hearing, uh, moving on from WWE, because we're, we're a niche wrestling discussion, Gino. Uh, I, I actually have some terrible news, okay? Bray Wyatt's return, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You guys all pretend to like WWE. Whenever it's about Bray Wyatt, we all hate it. We all know it. We all pretend to love WWE, and then Hulu takes it away, and we're like, will that really hurt us? I don't think so. Uh, Gino, Mia Yim, Mike Kanellis, uh, I put Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis, I wrote Mike Kanellis and Mike Bennett, um, and Matt Taven are all their all of their contracts are expiring on or after or before Bound for Glory. So I've had this question about Impact Wrestling for years. Like it seems like guys don't stick around there very long. Scott Demore is playing GM mode on SmackDown versus Raw. Like you can only sign guys for five weeks, three months, six months, or one year. There's no long. There's no Tony Khan like deals in the world of Impact Wrestling. So um, is this shocking to you? Like how can you let how this talent right here? 
your current champions that you really just kind of got to this point of being champions. They could have been champions for a while, but you make them champions now. And now this is when the information's like, Hey, these guys actually aren't even going to be around much longer. Um, I don't know if that means they used impact as a, as a stepping stone to get somewhere else. Like maybe even Mike Canellis and Mike uh, and Maria are kind of thinking, let's go back to WWE. Like this will be a good time. When we originally came back, Triple H had these, all these ideas for us. Let's go back there. Matt Taven, go to ring of honor, or maybe they all just want to go to ring of honor. Now that ring of honor is kind of its own separate company. And Mia Yim, maybe she wants to go to AEW. That's where Keith Lee is. Or maybe she wants to go back to WWE. So, uh, all leaving impact. What are your thoughts? I think this is a good moment for the OGK to go to AEW and have Adam Cole. So we have the real kingdom together. Have that be Adam Cole's big moment that he has the kingdom by his side. He doesn't need Bobby Fish. He doesn't need Kyle O'Reilly. He has the kingdom. And me again, yes, you could be with Kyle, with Keith, or we could have a big moment to push the women's division by having her on WWE. I don't know. So, but you don't mean that. You like Bobby Fish. I do like Bobby Fish, but I think the kingdom is better than the, what the fuck are they, the undisputed elite, ah, the way they were in the whole group. So like, really? The undisputed era is so much better than what they became in AEW. Bobby Fish, Kyle Riley, and Adam Cole were so much better when they were in WWE. So like AEW, they didn't do shit with them. So that's why hopefully the kingdom will make it better. But what makes you think the kingdom are going to go to AEW and not be given the same treatment that Bobby Fish got? Like... Hey, so glad you guys are here, and then they just kind of get thrown into the background. Hey, enjoy your matches on Rampage and Elevation, because we got a full card here. We got to make sure we get, what's that girl's name? Kylan King on the show. We got to get Kylan King on the show, so I don't know, dude. Like, I don't I don't always want to be adding guys to AEW. There's too many freaking guys. We need to get people in other companies. So it strikes me as really odd that at a time where Impact is it back dying or growing? What would you? What do you think about that? I mean, I know you've only been in the business world for a day now, but I'm just. What do you think about that? Like, are they, like just based on you and I watching this product over the past couple of years, would you say they're in an era of expansion or in, or in an era of recession? I feel right now we are in like a plateau because we have all okay. this talent right now that we've signed, all these people we are building up, and we know where we're going to for Bound for Glory. It seems with like. Masha Slavich is going to be the big top talent that's going to go after the world title of Alfred Glory, hopefully. And she wins it there. So we have all these big moments, these big high moments for Balfour Glory. We're still like on the road to it, so it's still a bit of time. But I think like after Balfour is where we will see if it is the recession for it or if it is going to be the expansion where they're going to have more huge talent coming in after even during Balfour Glory for the Collier Shot Gauntlet. But is it because because Anthem we hear is one of these billion dollar companies where they have this ability. Like I remember back in the the, the pop TV era where they would announce like we've just signed Eddie Edwards to a multi year deal. We just signed Bobby Lashley to a multi year deal. Like they would brag about being able to keep talent on for five years or, or what have you. So they, like it felt like they were trying a little bit to be this this company that rivaled WWE. And, and you look at what wrestling has done. I would argue wrestling is bigger now than it was a year ago, just with AEW's success and with WWE's, you know, success. I mean, yeah, there's still, we can still call them successful, all right? I, we can make arguments. Oh, Eric Bischoff will tell you they're successful. So with Impact, I do look at them as a level of plateauing over years, not just like like these past couple months. Like, look at last year's Bound for Glory. And, and remember, this feels like it was yesterday to me, by the way. Moose leaving with the belt felt like it should have been a huge deal. 
in this landmark moment for the company where we're moving on from guys like Kenny Omega. We're moving on from guys like Rich Swan. We have a world champion that was built by this brand, built by this company. Let's take this thing to the next level. And it plateaued real quick even after that. It wasn't even like that gave them a bump in ratings. Like You were so excited about that promo that he cut that he's better than Roman Reigns and like all this stuff that was so desperate. Like, hey, we're in sixth place. We got to call out the big dogs. This company should be like, oh, I'm not getting what I want from WWE. I'm not getting what I want from AEW. I, I have impact. Impact is always that thing that helps me out. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get excited for an Eddie Edwards Bound for Glory main event. They said, we don't, don't worry about the Eddie Edwards main event. That's just the secondary main event. The real main event is when we hopefully have Matt Cardona win the Collier Shot Gauntlet and wins the title for his major player brother, the most professional wrestler in the world, Brian Meyer. But uh, but even that doesn't sound good to me. Like we, I don't want to see Matt Cardona win the world title. I know he's one of your favorites, but as somebody who's watched him just as long, I watched him longer than you. I was, I was there when he was the major brothers with Brett and Brian Major. Uh, like I don't need to see this guy win the belt and save my favorite wrestling company like that. That's degrading. This is a former WWE guy that they didn't see much in. They, he went from a major brother to an edge head to one long tight leg in the shorts. Like, and he's done some cool shit. I'm not going to say he hasn't. I, I love him on some like other podcasts. He's pretty funny. I loved him explaining the GCW universe to Chris Jericho. Like there's a lot of things about Cardona that I enjoy. I just, Hey, what's going to make Eddie Edwards main event better? Matt Cardona cashing in money in the bank. Like none of that's like, that's not original. They did it last year. Like why not? Honestly, Matt Cardona versus Josh Alexander one-on-one sounds way better. Like why are we watching Eddie fucking Edwards? It's because we want to still pay some respect and have Josh Alexander be the guy to beat everyone who has ever been even in the title picture before an impact. Have Josh Alexander be the greatest of all time by beating every single person until he's beaten everyone. And then we have a new threat, someone completely new that he's never faced before, being called in to be the big guns to beat him. But but Eddie, you can beat Eddie on an impact. You don't need to beat him at the biggest pay-per-view of the year. Like I know that... Impact fans who watched it during the green, green Rope era probably have this respect for Eddie Edwards that I just will not have. I look at Eddie Edwards as the he's the Marty Jannetty of the American Wolves, but here he is being like respected, like he's this most over champion they've ever had. And what's the is it because Sammy Callahan broke his face with the bat? Like what what makes Eddie Edwards stand out so much to Impact fans? I think it is because, like, the respect that like, he's been here this whole time. He's never left. And, yes, he had that moment with Sammy. So, like, they want to still give him something back for him, almost dying in the ring for everyone. So we are going to have this moment. But we know with OGK leaving, with PCO basically turning babyface, he's not going to win. Eddie is not going to win even in the slightest chance. Arno Moore is dead and gone. Yeah, I think we're moving on from Honor No More. But, yeah, like, it's just, just – and look – Eddie Edwards has definitely had a body evolution over these past couple of years. Uh, he, he still can't cut a promo. So when, whenever we're talking about like why Eddie Edwards is like a main eventer and impact, it's head scratching. And you give him credit for sticking around. He's like lucky that he got to stick around. He's lucky that he wanted him. After Davey left, it's kind of head scratching. Why Davey? We, we lost Davey. I guess we'll just keep Eddie. And he's had some good matches, I guess, but he's never been – 
Like, Rich Swan is a guy that won me over eventually, you know. Now, when he was champion, it was a joke. I was like, oh, my, the former 205 Live guys, your world champion. You guys couldn't organically create somebody to be your world champion. You had to take a 205 Live guy and do that. Eddie is somebody that they kind of made, I guess. Like, I know he was in Ring of Honor and he wrestled in other places. But for me, he was like an impact guy. I watched him as the American Wolves. And he was up, he was in that pop TV era of, like, Wolves versus Team 3D versus the Hardys and Full Metal Mayhem. So he has some big moments, absolutely. But Davey leaves, he puts on a bunch of weight and doesn't look like the same Eddie Edwards that we had during those golden eras of Eddie Edwards. So now we're looking at this like out of shape. I wear Jordans and Capri pants, Eddie Edwards. And this is the one that's been world champion. This is the one that's the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling. Like I'm just, I don't, I don't get it. I'll never understand that. Like this is a company that had AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels and... Samoa Joe's like they have all this unique talent and Eddie just is a backyarder Brian Myers said it right and even in the chat Kevin says like be thankful it isn't Kurt Hawkins I mean I like Brian Myers I think his work at Impact he's somebody that yeah has been much better in Impact Wrestling like from his departure from WWE but even he's not in this main event yeah Brian Myers should be back in the main event he had an amazing match with Christian Cage he had a great match Josh I mean just run it back have Brian Myers versus Josh Alexander one more time. Be perfect match. Or, or maybe do a King of the Mountain here or something. Like, hey, we did the female King of the Mountain at anniversary. We're going to do men King of the Mountain at Bound for Glory. Like, you can have a special match. Or I know we want to have Josh Alexander in a bunch of singles matches, but the best person we were able to find is Eddie Edwards, brother, brother. So I, that that – yeah, I, I don't understand why we landed on Eddie Edwards for that. So whenever you're trying to like hype me up about Impact, you're like, don't worry about Eddie Edwards. It's like, no, I'm very worried. How are we supposed to build an impressive card that I can like show my friends? Like, hey, let's all watch Bound for Glory. By the way, Eddie Edwards is in the main event. Like, They would smirk. They would laugh. This, you just need to overlook the main event for the first time ever. Don't worry about the main event. Just think of it as Josh Alexander exhibition where he's going to show why he's the greatest in the world right now. Oh, man. that that That's... Oh, I love Josh Alexander, but I can't get excited about this pay-per-view. Um, and I know we're a ways from it. We got some time. We got Mickey James' stuff going on. We got Masha's stuff going on. So there's other things that we can do to get me excited, but... This is the main event. I'm saying the main event of your biggest show of the year. This is the show that we're not moving this year. I don't care which Battle of the Belts is on a Saturday night. We are not leaving this show. Um, we're, like we're not like this. We, this is not being moved. You're gonna spend fifty dollars, assumedly, to watch Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards. I'm not gonna do it, Gino. So, um, there are ways to save it, but that doesn't mean like a cash in. A cash in just feels so cheap. That just feels. We did it. We did it last year. They and Dakota guy in the chat. It should be W Morrissey. They couldn't keep W Morrissey. They signed him to a short term deal. He wanted a longer term contract. He wanted more money, and they let him walk. And this is somebody that, since leaving WWE, I mean, he has stepped up his game tremendously. Why not do whatever you can to keep a talent like that? Now he's going to be the ninth banana in Stokely Hathaway's nonsensical little faction they got. The firm. Well, the firm is a faction on retainer. So, again, once MJF is the champion, it's done so we can have him be his own guy and be the top star in the TNT title division. Still, <laughs> terrible. Um, 
What are your thoughts on that? Like, I know you're a Stokely Hathaway guy. We didn't really get to touch on this. I thought his promo last week was awful. He just looks awkward holding a microphone. Like even just watching him hold the stick, he doesn't look confident. And then he cuts his little promo, and I'm just like, who's this nerd? Like, like I, I, I know that we don't like Braun, but if Braun came out and crushed those guys, it'd be so fun. Listen, Big Stokes, we finally got to see him at least finally be eye-to-eye with someone as tall as him, as strong as him, that being W. Morrissey, that big hug that no one expected to see. We had this big moment with Big Stokes and his group telling us why they're going to be going after what they're going after, why Ethan Page is finally going to be the Ethan Page. You and I know as all ego, (laughs) he's coming back and he's going to be the top star in the All-Atlantic title division. No, so you say, like, we well, you know Ethan can be a big star. I know that the North was an awesome tag team. I'm convinced now that Ethan Page, I was blinded because he had Josh Alexander. He got to be smiley, chewing gum, wearing nice jacket, like smiley baby, like not baby face, but like cheesy asshole heel where Josh Alexander was the walking weapon, dickhead. Like, I'm just going to kick your ass heel. So those two guys as a team were fantastic. Josh Alexander went on to be kicking your ass in the X Division singles matches, awesome hour, uh, Iron Man matches with TJP and telling great stories and having good matches. Ethan Page did the Karate Man. Ethan Page did uh, stuff with Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page uh, did match with NBA sounds in the background. Ethan Page has been a flop ever since leaving uh, the North. Not even just leaving Impact. Leaving the North was a mistake. I know we had that awesome moment. He was on Talk as Jericho talking about my entire family was watching the pay-per-view. They were so excited for me. I finally made it as a wrestler. And just totally shitting on Impact. And like, I'm not, I was nobody until I got here. Well, you're still nobody, Ethan Page. And he's getting more unlikable, Gino. I know you're rooting for him because he's like, I love Julian. But he, he sucks. I always will find the entertainment in all ego because I became a fan during his all ego phase when he was like just the chubby kid who was just like the guy you didn't expect, didn't want him to be world champ, but he was in that title picture. He was one of the top guys and had these great feuds and he got into perfect shape that he's in right now and becomes this big star. Like I will always be rooting for Julian. Ethan Page is the man. So what happened tonight on NXT? Are they plaquing gold now? Like I saw Shawn Michaels at a desk and I just, I'm glad I didn't watch the show. Got home really late. Didn't, didn't really know, like, okay, maybe I'll watch this, maybe I won't. They took Sola Sokoa's title away because the match wasn't sanctioned. How does that work? Um, how was NXT tonight? NXT was not too bad tonight. We have, like, we're having qualifying matches to be a part of this North American Championship ladder match at Halloween Havoc. And Carmelo Hayes did get the spot because he needs to be in there because he was the real champion. And fuck Sola Sokoa. So, again, we have this big moment, and we had, like, a Shawn Michaels at a desk saying, like, Solo, you got to relinquish the title. You took it at unfair odds. So, yes, we had this. We had, like, Von Wagner had a really good match. Yeah, we had some decent <laughs> matches at NXT, but what I really focus on, what I really care about is fucking we have the fucking paint still. We still have the paint splatter, but then, like, in the front of it is the whole NXT with whole white and gold. So, like, it's still the place better, but it's not actually 2.0. It's just NXT is what it is. Wait, I, so, but is it paint? What, what's the color scheme? Is it, What does that mean? I don't know what you mean. So, like, it's the whole, like, backdrop is the whole, like, color splatter, the white and all the colors. But then, like, the actual NXT logo, which is in the front, the foreground, 
is just NXT, the whole white and gold uh, backdrop. Gold, I mean, on Hulu, gold, yeah, gold. on Hulu, they don't have the paint splatter like on the. Here, let me bring this up. Um, they didn't have the paint splatter, so that's. I mean, that looks like they're stepping. Of course, Hulu doesn't matter anymore. They're getting rid of it, Gino. Don't don't focus. Yeah, on but like the actual like show logo, it's that. But like behind that, when they do like the whole like transitions, you see the whole paint splatter than the NXT logo. The yeah. new NXT logo. I mean, here, yeah, it's black and gold again. It's still got the pointy things. Uh, so if it was a tape show, I mean, yeah, maybe they just maybe the arena wasn't changed immediately. You know what I mean? They needed some time. Yeah, so we will hopefully see next week since this was this next week's show will not be taped. Or I think it is taped because Joe uh, Tony D'Angelo's match was not tonight. It's next week, so he is he hurt? hurt during the tape? Yeah, he got hurt during the tapings because he had a match against Wesley. Dude, it's Gallus. That's who's gonna be. And that's they're playing that song. Gallus was on NXT just a couple weeks ago. I don't watch this show, Gino. It's terrible. Uh, Raw, Raw is they're getting rid of my ninety-minute Hulu Raw. Wrestling's dead to me. SmackDown's been pretty good though. Um, do you miss Pat McAfee? I know you hated Pat McAfee. I prefer Michael Cole and Corey Graves so much better. Corey Graves is the best. He's he's. Becoming slowly back into the core graves like NXT and old when he was just not too obnoxious, but like he was being a dick in a good way. I wish I could go back and clip some of the things like you say, because you used to hate Corey Graves. I like remember you hating Corey Graves. You had nothing good to say about him or Michael Cole. And now that Triple H is in charge, you love Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Michael Cole's gotten a lot better now because I do feel without Vince McMahon yelling into their ears anymore, they do feel like it's more free for them. They have more fun. We could talk about shit. We could talk about PWG, ROH, New Japan. We could talk about anything. It's free and it's fine. It's not like all Vince is yelling at you. You can only talk about this company. They can talk about anything on the commentary now. I did enjoy them talking about PWG, but don't you think Triple H is just back there saying, bring up that they wrestled in PWG. Okay, now call this an arm drag. Okay, make sure that you bring up that the Falcons are playing this weekend. That's almost annoying to me. I Like, I thought that would be cool. Like, wrestling's kind of a sport because it's on Fox. And, at, oh, they let me know who's playing college football. Big noon Saturday on Fox. And, oh, this Sunday on Fox, the NFL on Fox. Oh, we got a baseball game. We got NASCAR. Like, Fox really is using this to get us wrestling fans to watch real sports. And we don't like real sports, Gino. We want to watch fake fights. That's true. We want to fight, watch the real fights that are all scripted and choreographed. But that's what we want to see. And we get. But the best part is at least they do that little ad read right after commercial. So it's just like, oh, here's an extra commercial just because. And then you go right back into the action. So that's fair, I feel. Having one extra commercial, that's fine. So we got Logan Paul and Roman Reigns going to be headlining shows. We're going to Impact where they got Eddie Edwards and Josh Alexander. And then people are upset about Mox and Debry. Have you seen some of these pe- like people online like being upset that we're going to get a kick-ass match this Wednesday night? I think people are more upset because Tony Khan announced that he's going to have this big surprise that he's going to do something he has not done before in AEW for this Grand Slam. And he, hopefully it's not going to be like a flop, like a sad name sing. So hopefully what this means is either in the middle of the match or after the match, we're going to find out what the fuck the chip means. We're going to get the cash in in the middle or at the end of the show where MJF will win. And then the firm is gone with less than a month within its prime. We're going to see what happens. I think they're going to drag that out to at least the next pay-per-view, right? The Max is going to make us – he's going to make you pay to watch him win the title. Like I think that's – I think that would be okay there. Um, and, yeah, who knows what that means. Hey, I'm going to do something I've never done. This is a cage match now. Like There's probably other surprises that he can do. Um 
other than Satnam Singh or like big debuts. I think we're done with big debuts for a while in, in AEW, unless unless the Kingdom or the next big debut. But I think now that like we had that Cesaro one, we just continue. We've had other ones that were flops, like Leo Rush. Like there's been times, like they love that moment, and I brought that up a couple weeks ago. They rely so heavily on the I did not see that coming. Like they rely so heavily on that. And they're going to run out of those eventually. They 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 had the Adam Cole and the D. Bryan the same night. Like they're going to run out. So I think for a while we can relax on. I have a huge announcement tonight. Like his huge announcements are going to be like Matt Seidel's going to wrestle. Like he's just going to kind of make other matches. Like I have a huge announcement. We're going to have a title match tonight and another one on Rampage. Like that's that's the huge announcement. It's not. Don't everyone gets their hopes up. Like. Why would you announce it if it's not going to be The Rock showing up? Look, well, thankfully it's not going to be announced. He should not be on TV. It's just going to be a big surprise. He wants this whole show to be something big that will be able to pop that one million just gate for a weekly show. So we're going to see what this whole big event that we're going to have at Arthur Ashe, what this possible big thing is going to be, or if it's just going to be, oh, we had a clean win, John Moxley wins, and MJF's cashing in for full gear, even though we already were reported by Uncle Dave that full gear's maven was MJF versus Box. Yeah, so. I think that'll be for the pelt. I think they're building towards that. Now the, and that means CM Punk's not in the plans for November, right? I mean, we don't know when these suspensions are going to end. Uh, and, it, and it seems like, and I've also heard they're not allowed to take independent show bookings as well. Like, under the suspension with AEW, you're allowed to work in other companies under AEW, I thought, but this suspension is kind of preventing them from working anywhere else, right? Yes, but the one good thing is at least Kenny Omega, part of the head of AEW Games, is able to go and produce and like sell out like to shill the game in like Tokyo Game Show. So he was able to have this big moment, the return of the Golden Lover, Sam and Kota Bushi got to be face-to-face again. It was beautiful. Is Kota in the game? Kota is not in the game, but we had like they came, went out like for dinner one night because during Tokyo Game Show, he was like, he met with Kota Bush, so they're back together. They got to meet back up. So hopefully he was able to talk Kota into be like, don't sign with Nuge Man. Just come here. Just wait a little bit then be the big debut. That's going to be the surprise. Golden Lovers. Kenny Omega is no longer suspended. Kota Bushi, Kenny Omega. I like that that story was like, yeah, they went to dinner. Like, why do you care or know that? Like, yeah, they went to dinner. You know, it was a, it was a pretty crowded restaurant, but they were able to eat in peace and everybody let them have their steak. It was a really good time. Now, Lockheed Black says Derek Carr needs to be suspended. What a trash QB. The, the, you're lucky he's playing. And he actually didn't even play that bad on Sunday. It wasn't his fault. It was defensive holding penalties, all right? He put up 20 points. The Cardinals got lucky. Cardinals got lucky that holding calls were only called on the defense and not, well, he has 20 seconds to scramble around before he decides to run it into the end zone, Gino. This is, all of that happened. So, look, tomorrow night, the whole effort show immediately following Dynamite. We're going to break all this stuff down, Gino. We're not getting, we're not done, all right? Wrestling never sleeps. We're going to go in there talk more about it and i can't wait for it i know you can't wait for it either right yeah i can't wait for it either again my nine to five job so i'm gonna be going to sleep pretty much soon so i can be ready to get up here and then looking forward to when i get off work those couple hours to rest be ready to sit down and watch an amazing dynamite and then be ready to discuss the whole show with you guys both Dude, that's going to be so fun. I can't believe you're working, Gino. This is huge, a huge development that I don't think anybody saw coming. And, and like I said, when I saw that picture of like the, what your room looked like, I just I would, I would get out of there so fast. I mean, I would work every job I could 
to get out of that fucking little tiny space. So you're working 40 hours a week. There's two days on the weekend. You might as well pick up some work then. Get out of that square, Gino. Earn something for yourself. Get a nice place. And one day I may get a nice place, but right now make it fourteen fifty now. Try to save what I can so I can eventually get a nice place in the future. Gino will be getting out of there. I will be talking to Kevin Scampoli tomorrow night. I can't wait for that. I'll be talking to Gino tomorrow night. I'm sure we're going to watch the main event together. I'm going to be straight. Here's my day, Gino. You say go home and rest. I get off work at 5. Then I go to baseball practice. and Then I get home at like 7.10. And then I watch Dynamite. And then I do the whole effing show. So it's nonstop, baby. This trade doesn't stop. I'm like Elton John. Hell yeah, you are like Ellen Johnson, the classics. We're going to keep going on, keep hitting that road and make that money, make that fucking pay window, hit the pay window every fucking week. It's going to be an amazing time. Hit the pay window like Mance Warner, which AEW needs to be bring in Mance more. We need Mance on TV more. I don't know if we need Mance on TV more. I think we're good with the amount of Mance that we get. Uh, but, Gino, let's ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset. We did it. Thank you all for downloading, subscribing. Thank you for all the, the elixir tonight and the mana. Kevin and I can't wait. For- We're ready, dude. We're ready for tomorrow. Love you guys so much.